Hey everybody, it's filmmaker Raul Colon, and today's episode is so cool, guys. I am so happy we have a platform like this to reach out to different actors and filmmakers and talk about the great ideas we had on set. Like I promised you guys last week, um, this episode is about Room 13. Room 13 was a film that I created close to three years now, and by far one of my favorite films that I've done. I got the chance to work with great actors, got the chance to create with different filmmakers. Such a great opportunity. So here it is, guys. We're going to have on the phone in a couple seconds here, Leonard DeSales. He is an actor that was part of our film. He played Ed. A lot of people didn't like him. A lot of people thought that his language was bad. His vocabulary was crazy, but that was my fault. A lot of people look and say, why is he talking like that? It was me, guys. I was the director. I'm the writer. I'm the one that pushed him to it. So I like it. We all loved it. People hate it. People like it. But guess what? They still played it. So, guys, here it is. This is the phone conversation between me and Leonard DeSales. Sorry for the audio, guys, if it's a little off, but you can still hear it. Before we get into the episode, a word from our sponsors. How you been, Leo? Good, man. Thank you for having me on uh, the podcast. This is really exciting. I've been, uh, been tuned in the, the first couple episodes, and it seems to be great. And I'm excited to kind of talk about, you know, at least one of the best experiences I've had in my career uh, doing Room 13 with you. It was just uh, such a special time, you know, so I'm, I'm excited to kind of get to talk about it and dive back into it. It's uh, kind of going back down memory lane. I love it. Absolutely. Leo, and honestly, you know, you, when you auditioned for my film, I was really, really impressed with your acting skills, um, I mean, through the whole entire um, experience, and I was blessed to have you guys on. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it definitely was one of those films that, you know, everybody talks about getting your big break and this kind of stuff, but, you know, if I had to go back and, and, and pick a film that I said, okay, this has kind of shaped me into the actor that I am today, it's, you know, it, it has to be Room 13, you know, the, the camaraderie we, we, we built on set, you know, the, the comfortability level all the actors had with each other and the kind of the way that you dress the set and, and, and set the tone for the set was, it was incredible. I mean, it, it was one of those films that, you know, no matter what I do in my career, I could book a, a $20 million movie next year, which probably won't happen, but <laughs> I look back on it and say, you know, this is definitely one of the best experiences I've had in my life. And especially the people that I've met, you know, I'm, I'm still best friends with, with almost everybody that was part of the film, you know, so it was just an incredible time. And yeah, it was, it was incredible. So, you know, room 13, um, to all the listeners out there, uh, room 13 was a film that I <clears> created that, you know, was, it was in my mind and I wanted to get it done. And, you know, we were supposed to film this short film in three days and we actually, we actually had like two in it, like two days. Was it real? Yeah, it was two days. It, it, it was, yeah. It was like, it was like, like one and a quarter days. I mean, one day we filmed like, I, it was like almost 20 hours, I think. And then the next day we had that shorter day, but it, it, we mean, essentially one day we got the whole thing done and which is just insane. Yeah, absolutely. So just for the listeners out there that, you know, that did log on and, and viewed room 13 on YouTube, you know, just to clear up a lot of things, there was a lot of comments that we got. I mean, last week on my podcast, I stated that we were at 58,000 views and we are at 56,000 views. So I'm sorry about that guys. But um, what I wanted to clear up, you know, a lot of people were acting like, you know, I don't like the acting or I don't like this or this was too fast. And, and I apologize for that. And I totally understand. But, you know, when you were limited with just two days or a day and a half to finish a short film was kind of hard to do. And, you know, we were all still learning. This was like my fourth, fifth film that I shot. Um, you know, we were still learning. So I really believe that 
you know, we did good with what we had. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, it, it, when you have when you have such limited resources and such limited time to do things, I mean, everybody's an adult. So whether they have other jobs, you know, whatever, we crammed so much in and we did such a great job with them. Like going, you know, referring back to you setting a tone for the film, you know, just for the listeners, just imagine how hard that is to actually set a tone for a film set but you still have to get all your stuff done in one day. And that's, that's the thing that Raul did. That was just so incredible. It's like, he got all this together. He got everybody fed. He made sure everybody was taken care of and he made sure everybody was on their A game in literally one day. Yeah. And when you have, when you have a director that can push you like that and bring the best out of you, you know, like it's just, especially, you know, again, given the circumstances when you have such limited everything, it's, it's really cool to see something come together, you know, and like, I think with, you know, all the negativity and stuff, whenever you can do a film, I mean, honestly, (laughs) there are people that have talked poorly about, you know, films such as like A Clockwork Orange, you know, like Stanley Kubrick is one of the, one of my favorite directors of all time. And there's people who have talked bad about that film. So like, you have to kind of take, you know, everything with a grain of salt and say, you know, if I'm happy with the film, if I'm happy with my performance, if, you know, as, as a director, Raul, it's like, you know, if I'm happy with how I directed this film and how it turned out, you know, this is a learning experience for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm happy with how it turned out. You know, I, I mean, unfortunately, I have to apologize to everybody before they watch it because my language is, is insane in that. <laughs> but like, again, you know, it's one of those things where like, I wouldn't change a single thing. I wouldn't yeah, absolutely. change a single it, it, it's, it was perfect how it is, you know? And absolutely. That's, kind of, that, that's kind of how it is with, with filmmaking. It's like, when you make a film, if you're happy with it, I mean, there's going to be audience members that love it, like there were on YouTube. There were some comments that said they loved it as a favorite film. And then there's other people that, that said it was horrible, you know? And again, that's, that's the thing that you have to deal with. It's like, that's just criticism, you know? And every aspect of life and every little walk of life, there's obviously going to be criticism, but, you know, kind of, it, it shows your demeanor and how you react to it, you know what I mean? And I yeah. feel like that's, that, that's a huge part, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people, and I, I want to clear this here, um, there's a lot of comments. I mean, we have over 337 comments. I mean, a lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. A lot of people you know, says average. But you know what? The great thing about this whole entire um, experience that, you know what? We got up and we filmed this project, right? We had a vision and we try to do the best that we can with what we had. You know, we have 56,890 views at the moment. We have 512 thumbs up, 118 thumbs down. And we have a lot of comments that, you know what, guys, we can learn off of and we can get better. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's the reason why I create my films, guys. And that's that's the reason why I get up and do it. Because, you know what, if you don't get up and do it and write your own things and, and, and show your work, you're never going to get noticed. Um, thousand percent. And that's the reason why. Yeah, that's the reason why we create these films and a lot of people, you know, follow me on, on, on Twitter, or Instagram, or on YouTube. It's to showcase that, hey, guys, you know what? It's probably not the best or it's probably not your motion picture films that you see out there. But it's a bunch of people that we get together and we try to showcase our work, you know? Exactly. I mean, and, and again, like these are, you know, not only learning experiences, but for actors and filmmakers and people that are on set, these are huge strides, you know? Like, I mean, talk about, you know, Barton for a second. Like, look where he's at, you know? Like, Bart, you know, it's, it's funny that we're talking about him because, like, Last night, we had a, a, a very long conversation. The kid called me at like one o'clock in the morning. We talked until literally sunup. We were talking for four hours. You know, we were talking about Room 13 a lot. And it's just like all these little experiences you have, like, you know, everything lines up how it's supposed to be. The stars will align no matter what. So, you know, Room 13, like, again, going back to it, the, the camaraderie that I had with those people, you know, not only did I 
learn a lot. And not only did I book more work after that, not only did my agents like it a lot, you know, I built lifelong friendships. I mean, Raul, you're like a brother to me. I mean, Bart is my best friend. I still talk to, you know, Sarah Renata once in a while. Like it's kind of hit or miss because we're, we're in different locations. But again, like these are things that, you know, independent, the independent film world is just such a beautiful thing because you can't get that anywhere else. You know what I mean? You can't have that little intimate setting where it's like 12 people on set and you're all working together for one goal. You know, you're all working towards one thing. And once you guys accomplish it, you know, whether other people like it or not, it's all down to like, if you guys like it, you know what I mean? That's the biggest key. And like, I loved it. I haven't, I haven't talked to one person in person that didn't like it, you know, and obviously there's going to be keyboard warriors nitpicking the film, that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, we got up, we all worked our asses off for, you know, apologize, you know, for, for the language, if, if I can't cuss on the podcast, but we worked our butts off, you know, 20 hour days. We had no sleep. You know, I live in Indiana, so I had to drive all the way there. We filmed and then I had to drive all the way back. I mean, I had no sleep. I probably slept four hours and 48 hours, but you know what? Like I would, again, I wouldn't change it because yeah. that was the most fun that I've ever had on a film set ever. You Absolutely. Know I mean? Absolutely. And you know what? And the, the key thing is, you know, is to get out there and do it. Right. I mean, a lot of, exactly. you have a lot of filmmakers out there, a lot of people that want to create films that are scared to get up and to find their ways of, Hey, how do, how do we film something that's in our mind? So I'm very happy with it guys. Again, thank you guys for all the people that, you know, viewed it, all the negative feedback too, because you know what, at the end of the day, I listen to those and I read them and I learn from those mistakes that, you know what, there's a lot of negative feedback. So I'm like, Ooh, man, that was, that was a good one. Cause you know what? I didn't catch that. You know, so yeah, oh yeah, at the end for of the sure, day, man. I really admire everybody, and it gives me that mindset of I won't do that again because you know what, they were right. So I really take the negative feedback and I and I put it into a positive, and I go forward with it. Like everybody <clears throat> knows that all the negative feedbacks that we got, we always wanna you know reply with a positive feedback because that's what's what I how I go forward. You know, I always want to stay positive. And no matter what, man, if that's your feedback, then great, man. I, I thank you so much for it. And we go <clears throat> forward. So going exactly. forward on this, I, I wanted to talk about, you know, the cool things that we had, right? Um, for those people that don't know, we had a premiere for this film. And thanks again to my cast and crew that donated their money to make this happen. You know, a lot of people don't, don't think that I think my cast and crew um, like I should, and I always thank you guys because you know what? If it wasn't for you guys to donate your money that helped out for the premiere, it wouldn't happen. So we had a premiere in Chicago at the Music Box Theater that was sold out completely. And for someone to do it independently like we did, it was unreal. And to see our family and friends come together, we sold shirts, we, we got feedback everybody had a good time and at the end of the day that's what's all about i mean it, re it really was i mean like that premiere i'll tell you what like everybody does those posts where they say you know about last night you know like just it was such a it was such a dream come true you know to be able to to walk into such a, a beautiful venue you know honestly like when, when we, i think when we were all filming this we didn't know how it was going to be perceived you know there's there's hundreds and hundreds of short films made every day you know, what's, what's going to be the, the, the key factor of getting people into the theater. And once we shot the film, sometimes, you know, those little cool, beautiful moments where everything comes together and, you know, the work kind of speaks for itself. I mean, I mean, dude, we sold out, we sold out the music box on a Tuesday, you know what I mean? Like there were hundreds and hundreds of people there, you know, and, and it, it, it was, it was awesome seeing, you know, our friends and family there, but dude, I mean, there were people 
from the industry there. You know, I'm not sure if I ever told you this, but like there was a ghost producer that came in there and he, so I, I got done. We were all taking pictures with, with the fans outside and stuff. And the dude came up to me and he's like, do you have a business card? And I was like, yeah. So I gave him my card and he walked away. And I was like, that's insane. You know, I, yeah. that, that was kind of weird. I, 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 was, I was like, what the hell is going on? So I get a call three weeks later and it was one of the ghost producers from Malik Akkad. And if anybody doesn't know who that is, he owns the Halloween franchise. So he basically owns Michael Myers. And I did a film with him and the crew that Malik Akkad was producing. So, you know, again, going back to these things when, you know, talking about how these things can help you and, and traject your, you know, you know, get your, your trajectory going upwards and stay there, you know, who knows who's going to show up to these, to these, to these films. You know, I, there was a ghost producer that literally saw Ed like a lit match on screen and so he, he wanted to talk to me afterwards and he got my card and he called me three weeks later and I had more work from it. You know what I mean? Like we filled yeah. that thing up on a Tuesday. That was a work day. Yeah. You know, at seven o'clock we filled it up. And I mean, th- looking back on it, it's just like, you, you can't be more proud of everybody. You know, yeah. it was a collective effort. It was so much, it was so much fun. Absolutely. And you know, I'm the most things that I'm proud of, uh, you know, Leo, and I always say this from the bottom of my heart, you know, is to see, the actors, you guys, right, really showcase your talents out to the world. You had Barton uh, Fitzpatrick that played a huge role on Showtime for the shy as Reg and did such an amazing job and brought me to tears because I was like, man, I always knew that guy had it, you know, when I first yeah, met oh, yeah. him. You had for yourself sure. that you came on set and I kind of like told you, hey, man, I want kind of that douchey, college student in there so i want you to <laughs> yeah. curse and i want you to do that so for your viewers out there that that watched the the short they were like ah oh, his profanity was bad but you know what i actually put that in there because i thought it was great and i liked it yeah you know? and you have, sure. you have people that loved it you know you have people that really like your you know personality on the film and then you Thousand have percent. you have renata that constantly on a lot of commercials out there i was turning on the, on the tv the other day and i saw her on a commercial so you have a lot of people like sarah too that's on a huge series or a, it was a, a film. black and privilege yeah. on netflix yeah black and privilege on netflix that you have all these great talents all in one day i mean in two days that we filmed and it was just amazing even you know i want to give a shout out to my crew todd carlos tj everybody that helped out um, Dom Capone. Oh, you know, man, sure. Dominic Capone. Um, everybody that helped out, man, I, I really appreciate you guys. Um, really quick, you know, I, I want to ask you, um, Leo, yeah. what was your favorite scene of the short of Room 13? Oh, man, that is so tough. I mean, honestly, it's going to be very, very subtle. You know, like, there, I, 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 I love, like, the monologue when I was talking about Pikachu and, and, and the Ghostbuster chicks up at the, you know, that kind of stuff. That was, that was a really fun monologue to do. But there was this one scene, and I'm not sure. It was kind of just, again, like, the stars aligning where, you know, Ryan, it, it, was, it was, you know, myself, Ryan in the front, and then we had Renata, Sarah, Bart in the back. And I, we pull up to location, and we see – uh, TJ, we see we see TJ there with uh, with the with the cowboy hat on, and uh, this is probably the the best piece of dialogue, at least in my opinion, that you wrote for this film. And I remember the audience just went insane when I said it. I mean, we pulled up, and the so like for for all your listeners, like the way Raúl makes films is like you know he does these little things where he he puts these little snippets in, and like before you know it, it's gone. But then when you think for one second what just happened. Like you can't help but just like die, whether it's like 
really, you know, funny or something super emotional. And this was one of those moments where he gave me this piece of dialogue and I was like, this is going to be perfect. And it took one take. That's it. It was one take that was in every, I mean, this was the most simple little thing. So we're pulling up and we, you know, we're, we have to get, you know, for spoiler alert, kind of, if, you know, we're, we're going to go into this building and we have to have permission from this gentleman. So we see this guy, you know, standing, you know, right under like a, a big, you know, little moonlit like wall. And so we pull up and I said, the first, I mean, the only thing is I, we stopped the, we stopped the truck. And all I said was like, who's that fucking rapist? And that's all I said. And it was, it was literally, you know, five or six words, whatever. But like, it was such an impactful thing because like it sets the tone for the film, you know, it's scary, but you get that comedic relief that you needed. You know what I mean? And going back to that, it's like when you gave me the character description for Ed, a lot of people said there was a lot of profanity, but like, if there wasn't, you know, if I didn't do what I did in the film, it wouldn't be truthful. You know what I mean? And like a lot of people don't know, you know, especially with working with directors like you, as you expect a lot out of them. So when you get a character, you have to come up with some sort of backstory that gives you an idea of why your character is acting the way he's acting. Absolutely. You know? So like, why, why is Ed saying these things? Why is he, why is he so aggressive? Why is he, why is he such an asshole? Why is he a douchebag? You know? So, and I'm not going to go into what I, what I did to prepare for that, but like, you have to come up with a backstory to convince yourself why you're doing and saying the things on screen and, and why it's okay. You know what I mean? You have to give yourself that reason. Cause if you don't have that reason, you know, it, again, it's not going to look truthful on, on, on camera. Cause you know, that's the thing about, you know, if, if you do theater, you're very loud and kind of like, you know, you have to stay, stand out there, but the camera picks up everything. Absolutely. You know, so what, one little, one little slight movement with your eyes and, and, and the, and the audience is not going to believe you. So that's kind of just a little like in-depth look at, you know, how an actor has to prepare for a role, especially something that's not what he is. You know, I'm not Ed, you know, so I had to tap into something totally different under your direction and kind of just kind of run with it. Absolutely. You know? and, and again, you know, you're hundred percent right, man. And you know what, just to give you guys my um, favorite scene of the film, I mean, sitting down, looking at this film over and over again, my favorite part was the hallway scene, um, unlocking the door into the room. Right. I get a lot of comments of there was a chain on the door. You guys just could have went over it. What I'm trying to, express to all you viewers and everybody writing comments this is a proof of content this is an idea that we want to make bigger we wanted to showcase our work to the world that hey this is the idea that we have we want to make it bigger so a lot of people that are like hey well you guys should have done this you guys forgot to do this and i am 100 percent with you guys because we did we forgot to do a lot of things but at the end of the day, it was something to showcase our talent, showcase that we can film what we have, and we can create something for the viewers out there <clears> to, you know, kind of have their take on what we missed on and what we could have done better. Absolutely. I mean, and again, like, you're not going to hit a home run every time. And I, I, don't, I don't think that any movie that ever comes out, you know, hits a home run every time. If you, if you go on IMDb and look at any movie, there's always a goofs category, you know, like a goof, like, Oh, like the continuity, there was this or this. And it's like, at the same time, like it's, it's like you said, it's a proof of concept. You know what I mean? This is a film to kind of, to, to tell, tell the viewers what happened. You yeah. know what I mean? And if, if you, if you get to that point and you say, okay, this is what we did. And we did a damn good job of it. We had a damn good cast. that was talented. You know, we got it done. Yeah. You know? and it, Absolutely. And you know what, if, if this, my, my favorite thing about creating room 13 is to see where my actors take it from here. Um, you had Bertrand Fitzpatrick put this on his reel. 
you get a lot of exposure with it, right? You have yourself, Leo, that you did, you know, you have this on your reel, you have Renata. And that's the reason why we do this is to have, to, um, to give that opportunity to the actors that are trying to showcase their talent. And that's the reason why we do this. You know, you have TJ that exactly. has been on a lot of things. And again, he's my For executive sure. producer on this film that donated money, food, transportation. Todd always showcased and always lets us use all their, you know, uh, uh, you know, cameras and all the good stuff that he brought on set. So again, guys, you know, thank you guys so much for viewing. Thank you guys for comment commenting, you know, and it's been a great experience, uh, you know, with Room 13. For sure. I mean, and, and going back, like, you know, seeing where actors take off, you know, from for anybody out there who's ever wanted to, to act and wanted to kind of dive into the artistic nature of, of self-expression, you know, it's like, whenever you have, you know, the opportunity to work with a director like Raul, and, and again, not to get your hopes up, because Raul's a little bit harder to work with now, because, you know, times are changing, and he's doing a lot bigger things, and the actors in Room 13 are doing a lot bigger things, so it's not like we're all readily, readily available, but if you ever have the opportunity to, to do a film like this, you know, it, it's not only going to teach you things, it's not only going to give you friends, you know, it's going to give you life experiences, you know what I mean? If you can sit down with a director and say, okay, this is who I am, you know, what do you need me to do? And th these things, it, it builds character. It, it really kind of gives you insight to what making a movie is like because it's not easy. It's, it's very, very difficult, I think, as we both knew, you know. So if you're an actor wanting to do it, you know, jump on these short films. You know, there's thousands of Facebook pages around, especially Chicago, man, you know, people are looking for actors for short films. And whether it's one line of dialogue or, or 45 lines of dialogue, go do it. Put yourself out there, you know. 99.9% .9 of the time, you're not going to get paid for it. But you are going to gain exposure. You're you're gonna you're gonna learn a lot, and and I don't you know I don't think that you could ever stop learning, especially with with filmmaking. You know I think Leonardo DiCaprio said it better. You know he said it best. He said you know you can never you can never stop learning in this field, and that's that's the absolutely. fun part. Absolutely, it, it never ends. And, and that's and, and that's the key thing, guys. You know a lot of people that I talk to in the industry, they they stay they say, hey Raul, you worked with a lot of actors. I mean it's just. You know, I work with actors that want to showcase their talent. You know, I had talented people that wanted this role, like the main role that Ryan, um, you know, was the main guy. And Ryan came to me a couple of weeks before we filmed and He's like, hey, Raul, you know, I really believe I'm ready for this. And I said, hey, if you're ready for this, then I'm going to give you the opportunity because if this is what you want to do and showcase your talent, let's do it. And I, I'm, a, I'm a director that if I, I feel that you are 100% committed, I'm going to give you the opportunity, you know, because if hard work speaks talent, absolutely hard work. 100%. And I really believe that. And that's the reason why I wanted to give him the opportunity for this. And, and again, guys, you know, this was a, a low-budget film um, that we shot, and we did it in a day and a half, and we did it driving almost – well, two and a half hours into Streeter, Illinois. And again, yeah. thanks again to Bill and all his great people that let us borrow his um, hotel there that he purchased. Thank you so much, Bill, if you're listening. You know, just gave us all this great location to film and, you know, the white Illinois for the, for the gas station there and all the good stuff. And there was a lot of first-time actors too, you know? And oh, yeah. at the end of the day, man, is about getting, you know, getting your equipment, casting your cast, getting your crew, and having a good time. And again, shout out to all my makeup artists, <clears throat> everybody that helped out, 
everybody that, that, that came out for a long day of filming. I really appreciate you guys and love you guys all. Yeah, shout out to the whole cast, too. I mean, the, the entire cast, TJ, Sarah, Renata, Ryan, Bart, you, know, you guys are you guys are superstars, you know what I mean? And I, 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 again, it's just, it's going to be a really fun thing seeing where, you know, not only my career goes and where your career goes, but seeing everybody else's career launch, you know, seeing Renata book commercials and, and, and get some of these day player roles on, on, you know, the, the Chicago TV shows and seeing Sarah do a black and privilege and, you know, seeing Bart just come up with how he, how, the, how he's doing. It's just, it's, it's a really cool thing to watch. And, you know, it, it's fun to have these conversations with, with the people that mean most to you and you get to kind of see where you came from and, and just literally just, you know, hope for the best, pray for the best. And it's, it's just going to be a fun time seeing this all come together, you know. Absolutely. Well, Leo, hey, man, keep crushing it out there. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. I can't wait to get back on set with you and work with you on the next projects that we have in line. And, you know, I'm really excited for everybody that was a part of this here. Um, everybody stay tuned to next week's episode on the podcast as well when we go into a film that, it's probably one of my best films that I've watched this year, When They See Us, on Netflix, directed and written by Ava Duyer. It's one of the best films that I've watched in my life. It really touched my soul. Um, stay tuned to that, guys. And again, Leo, thank you so much for your time, buddy. I really appreciate you. You're so talented. And um, you actually look pretty fre freaking awesome on your commercial there with uh, Maker's Mark. <laughs> Yeah, well, unfortunately, yeah, that was that was a, that was that was uh, one one of the last bigger projects I did. So right now it's just a grind, and I appreciate you having me on the podcast, man. This is fun, you know. Whenever uh, whenever we can get together and, and, and do something, I'm always down for it. And again, uh, guys, Room Thirteen is going to be pushing 100,000 views here soon. So you know, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure there's going to be a link in the description somewhere. I'll post it. Um, I'll make sure to share this to my public Facebook page. Um, Raul's got a, a big following on his Facebook and Instagram page too. So we'll make sure to get that link up for you guys to see it. And, you know, again, any feedback is welcome, whether it's good or bad, you know, um, we're, we're always ready for it. Raul, you're a superstar, man. I love you. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I love you too, brother. What, 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 whatever I can do, man, I'm always here. And thank you guys so much for tuning in for sure. Absolutely. And before we log off, um, Leo, where can people follow you? Uh, so my, uh, yeah, my, my Instagram is Leonard D sales. So it's at Leonard D sales. And that's my Twitter handle as well. Uh, my Facebook page is Leonard D dot sales. So it's like Leonard middle initial D sales. And those are all my public pages right there. Absolutely. What? Hey, Leo, thank you so much for your time, brother. I know you're busy on set working a lot and, and filming a lot. And I, I know this was a, a crazy time to get you off set to, to go ahead and, and do this um, podcast. So I really appreciate that. And again, guys, stay tuned to a film that me and Leo are working together. He, it was written and um, story created by Leo and he's going to direct it and I'm going to help him out with this. I think, I think I'm going to need a co-director too, but we're, we're going to get cracking on it. It's going to be a fun little piece. That's for damn sure. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Hey Leo, thank you so much for having you on. Thank you so much for, for logging on. And I appreciate your hard work and dedication into this film community here. And again, guys, this is Raul Cologne signing off. Thank you guys for, uh, so much for listening in and stay tuned to next week's episode.